Welcome to the Haunted Road Trip Show, where we bring you powerful conversations, insights, and exciting site investigations that reveal the paranormal world in a way you've never seen before. Hell, prepare to have your thirst for curiosity satisfied. Welcome, welcome, welcome again to edition number, I don't keep track. Upon a road trip show podcast on here. How is everybody doing? Stay spooky out there, y'all. So today I have Dr. Marsha Martin. I have her here with me and we are going to have a heart-centered, energetic healing conversations mainly around angels why people are scared of angels. Did you ever think of that? I've thought of that, but only after I kind of had my awakening into the metaphysical world. But I'm so delighted to have her here. She is a best-selling author. She is a speaker. She is a teacher. She is, she is, she is a lot of things, guys. And I am so thrilled that she offered to come on to the show to us. Welcome, Dr. Marsha Martin. Thanks so much, Tracy. I'm excited to be here and share the angels with everyone. They're some of my favorite beings in the world. Oh, yeah. So tell, like, okay, tell us how like I just like to deep dive in. That's the Scorpio raising in me, right? I'm not going to play in the shower and I want to know the goods. Okay. When did you like have that aha figure out moment? Like, Oh no, these are angels. (laughs) Like this is what's happening. You know, it's interesting because I always wanted that big aha moment And I was very jealous of other people that had that. I remember being in my 20s, maybe early 30s, and someone told me about an angelic encounter they had had where the angels came to them. They were um, had a car repair problem. And I remember thinking, oh, I just wish. And yet I was still very much they angels are over here you know they're in this world that i'm not part of and i'm not good enough to be part of that world Mm. and i'm um you know just get to always be the person on the outside looking in and hoping that the angels will remember that i'm here or think that i'm somehow valuable enough to deserve their attention So it was so extraordinarily wonderful when I realized that they had always been with me and that they are always with all of us. And it has completely changed my life. And I want to make sure that everybody recognizes that you may not have an encounter with angels where they show up in person to assist you in a particular situation. But whether you can see them in the flesh or not, they are there for everyone, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You cannot offend them. You cannot do something that will be so awful that they will consider you unworthy. And every time you accept their help, you actually help them to ascend in their journey 
we are all on a journey of ascension. We all want to grow and to be more like the divine. And the angels have that same desire. So they are rewarded by helping you and you help them by accepting their help. I love it. The, the, I, I'm a 12 step background type of woman. So it's the burning bush versus the educational variety of learning things. And some people get a burning bush and some people it's just an educational thing. Slow drip. Yep. And there's no right way. I mean, that's, I think what we need to always be clear of is there is no right way for you to interact with the angelic community. There is just the way that will work best for you. And it can right. change according to your circumstances. It, how, you know, um, I get asked a lot from clients and from people out in the public, like, how do I start, you know, communing with my loved ones in spirit? And how do I open up to signs? And how do I, you know, how do I start that relationship? What would you tell people about angels with that question? The first thing is just to say, I give you permission, angels, I give you permission to be here with me, to intervene on my behalf, to show me a better way. They are very much, very, um, I don't want to say polite, because they're, it's not that they are polite, but they are very clear that we have free will. So they will not come barging through the door unless you are in a a death situation and it is not your time to depart. If you have somehow put yourself into a life or death situation and you need to be rescued, they will be there. At That's the only time free will doesn't matter. But if you are just going through your life and making mistakes like I like to do, then they will require that you give them permission to help. So I just begin with the blanket of angels. I give you permission to read my mind and to show me when I am going down the wrong path and guide me toward the path that would be for my highest good. And then it's up to you to get real. You can't walk around with a big sign on your chest saying, I don't believe that anybody wants to help me and think that you are going to be open to assistance. So you then need to take that breath and say, I might have really messed up in the past. I might not see myself as valuable or worthy. I may believe that I'm just one mistake away from wiping out completely. But I'm going to allow myself to re receive whatever help is available to me. You've got to do that first step. You have to decide, yes, I am willing to receive. Yes, I want to receive. And now I will be an active participant so that when I get that nudge, that feeling, that idea, or hear those words, or see that sign or synchronicity, I'm not going to just pretend it didn't happen or blow it off or just continue to hold my hardened resolve against all this incredible help. I'm going to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited and delighted to see that you are here with me. 
guiding me, supporting me, loving me, and helping me navigate my life with ease. So this can be songs on the radio. Right. It can be a billboard. It can be yeah. repeating numbers. It can be a penny as you walk along or a feather or any unusual combination. Anything that catches your eye are the angels saying to you, I love you. I'm here with you. We're guiding you. Please stay open, stay aware, stay, walk in love with us. Right. And that's, you know, I absolutely love that because a lot of times people, you know, think that, that even angels and things like that, that they're just supposed to do things for us because that's what they do. Right. <laughs> and it's like, Going back to my AA background, it's like, no, you have you have some responsiveness in this situation as well. You need to give permission and you need to also, you know, take a couple action steps in life as as well. They can't do life for you, but they can do life with you. And I think we need to remember, first of all, it's a partnership. Yeah. When you begin, they will be much more hands-on because you don't know really how to interact with them correctly, and you have a lot of distance to travel. As you progress, they are going to be asking you to use more and more of the tools that you have acquired, and that partnership is going to change. So in the beginning, you're in the cocoon. Expect a lot of help. You are a baby just learning to walk, but once you are out of graduate school, they're going to expect you not only to live a life that feels good to you in constant awareness of their beingness and their health, but they are also going to expect that you hold the light of love for all others so that you are leading the way, showing that love is the only answer, that hate is not acceptable and not supported, and any kind of prejudice, any kind of I'm better than you-ness is not acceptable. You get away with that only in the baby, but once you advance to the point where they are using you as a helper, just as you are using them as a helper, you are expected to demonstrate what you have learned. I love that, that the angels need you to help them as well. They can't do it all on their own and neither and they can won't. Yes. And that's and that one of my favorite things that I tell my students and, and just in general, you know, I was like, we don't do this gig of life by ourselves. We do not they do it won't, Yes, they won't do it because if they were to do it all for us, we would miss out on the joy of creation. And that is one of our most fabulous things is that we are allowed to contribute, uh, can create that which feels horrible or that which feels fabulous. It's always up to us and neither one is good or bad. It's just what feels good. Sometimes those really horrible creations are the greatest lesson that we needed in order to move to the place where we can really fill with that angelic presence and really get to the next step. So 
angels don't mean a life filled with no challenge. They mean a life filled with challenge in which you have tools and support to navigate those challenges successfully. Yes. So we're going to, I'm, I'm going to hot topic you. I'm a hot topic on this because as, as a paranormal investigator and as a medium, I can, I mean, read comments online and I have clients and all kinds of things that are, you know, they are in the angels versus demons mindsets. And I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had people call me that, that swear on, on every Bible that there is, that there are, you know, what I call the D word, the D words all around me. And that's, what's causing all of this trouble and all of this, this chaos you who've worked with angels before, I want to, I want to get like your theories, like what, what is happening when people are labeling an energy as a demon? What, what do you think's going on? I think we need to, again, remember how powerful we are. So you have a choice. You can spend a lot of time thinking about everything negative how you've been taken advantage of, why you are not loved or the or how you've been hurt, uh, all the trauma and abuse that you may have been through and how life is unfair. And when you spend time in that place, you draw to you other energies that appreciate that kind of energy and want to feed off of it. You're fueling them. They are fueling you. You become a conflagration of negativity. And I am not saying this as criticism. I was there for many, many years, believing that my best role was victim. You know, I was convinced <laughs> that, you know, I was just going to do good things and get slapped in the face for it every time, not recognizing that my expectation was disappointment, more abuse, more being taken advantage of, more being looked at as a fool for being naive. I held the expectation that I was going to be dealing with unfair circumstances. And so I received that and I received it and I received it and I received it. And I could have looked around and said, gosh, I'm surrounded by demonic energies. But what my study has shown me is I chose to create an aura of negativity because that was what I was holding on to. I held it close to my heart. It was you very important to me. It's why you held on to it? It was what I knew. It was what I expected. It was what I thought I deserved. It was a combination of low self-esteem and just repetition. So I just kept creating what I had always known. And so it finally got to the point where it, I was just like, okay, I, I don't think there's, we can go any lower. And that was even though I had interacted effectively with the angels in the past, all through my childhood, didn't know they were angels, but all through my childhood, I had my little friends that just played with me in the woods. And I had um, 
gotten very involved in my master's program with a meditation group. And we did all of these mind control kind of um, techniques. And, and I was studying educational developmental psychology. So I was completely mind focused, which is the domain of the ego. So it made it really easy for me to just completely cancel out any direction from the heart and go just hard on the mind. So if I thought I was worthless, I was going to create circumstances that would represent that and make me right. So the angels taught me finally, after a deep dive into despair, the angels taught me get out of the head and into the energetic heart space, clear away the abuse and the trauma and all of the limitations and all of the ways that you have told yourself you cannot and replace it with Holy Spirit light, replace it with love from the divine, replace it with truth, and then see what you attract. So yes, there are negative entities, lower negative entities, but you know what? Just ignore them. They have no power. If you want to release yourself from negativity or negative energies or whatever it is, call on the angels. You've got Archangel Michael, powerful. Oh, His yeah. job is to rid the earth of the toxic energy we create with negativity. You have Archangel Shamuel, whose name means God is love. He brings you so much love and acceptance. You have Archangel Sandalfon, who carries your prayers to heaven. Now, what we forget is every prayer is answered and every prayer is heard. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, I did that backwards. Every prayer is heard and every prayer is answered. We cut off the answer before we receive it. So Archangel Sandalfon will help you keep an open heart and mind so that you can actually receive the answer and not, not crawl back under your shell of negativity. And we create these shells when we are afraid we're going to be disappointed. So every prayer is heard. Every prayer is answered. You must stay open to receive the answer. And you do this not by begging, not please God answer my prayer. It has to be one ask, God, I really need supply, whatever it is. I really want to receive. Help me, help me, help me, God, with this. Just name it. Be honest. Don't try to sugarcoat it. God already knows where you are and what kind of mess you've created. And then if you don't get an answer, you may say, I know that you have sent the answer. I don't, I didn't understand it. I didn't receive it. I need you to send it again. This keeps you open. If you are constantly asking, you are never in the state of receiving. So ask once and then, oh, I know. The minute you say, I know, you open your heart right up. Oh, I know you've answered. I guess I didn't hear it or understand it or whatever. I need the answer again, please. And you can do that until you really get an answer. You can say, I still don't have that answer. 
please send it again. I know you sent it. Help me to stay open. Oh, All yeah. of that is great. Just begging as though you're not worthy of getting an answer in, it just makes it impossible for you to get that guidance. Yeah, from my AA background, that was those were the um the bargaining chips we tried to bargain with God. God, if you get me out of this one, God, <laughs> if you just go, oh, shit, don't get me, you know, please. And my early prayers were, if you just do this, I'll never ask you for another thing. I mean, yeah, I you know I never did that because I knew that one. I was like, I know you telling a straight line <laughs> on that one if you ask that. <laughs> Well, the wonderful thing is God is so complete that they really don't pay any attention to our stupid, but because they have, they are already everything they are ever going to be. And they have chosen to be only unconditional love and acceptance. So anything that is not in alignment with that, they really don't register. They can see this one's having a really so bad day. <laughs> Clearly got out of step with the uh, love patrol, but they don't have an ego that would say, well, if you yeah. respond to, you know. I like to happen. see that a lot too. I'm like, our guides and our angels are not keeping score sheets. No. Our ego does. Yes, and we know right. if we are feeling that we have stepped out of the heart and we're back in the ego brain, we're not even using the mind effectively, we are just start over. You know, if you get that kind of criticism, you need to scrap it all and start over. There's nothing worth saving in that conversation that you're having with yourself. Oh, yes. I mean, I, you know, when... People come to me oftentimes, they get, um, and I want to backtrack just for one moment. And I want to say that's exactly right. As soon as you're asking your deceased loved ones or angels for confirmation things on it, you know, I always preface that mine with like, make it like billboard obvious for me. Yes. Because like, <laughs> yes. And, and, and that is again okay. And again and again and again until this, like this nagging gets it, please. And thank you because I'm kind of slow on the uptake sometimes. Yes. And it's okay to say that it is okay to say, don't stop sending it until you see that I have comprehended the message. Yes. And you know, it's, it's, you are not getting yourself out of alignment by saying, you know, this is a really um, hot topic for me. This is something that I have been holding on to for a long time. I might have some resistance to the answer. So please continue to shower me with the answer until I am really walking in alignment with its truth. So this could be something like, let's say you, you're trying to go, go beyond the traumatic experience of abuse, being abused as a child. Right. And that can be, it can be physical, it can be emotional, it can be sexual. It doesn't matter. And it the degree often won't matter. So, you know, I often have people say to me, 
well, I don't believe I was abused. And then they talk about their childhood. And it is the loneliest place of zero comfort, very little interaction, no real interest. And they are like, I don't know why I'm not better at being social. I'm like, hey, let's recognize that abuse can be very subtle or it can be very overt. But if you feel a void around something, it is probably that you never received the nurturance that you needed in order to honor that place in yourself. So when you are dealing with abuse, it is a deeper level energy because you've held it for a long time and you've layered onto it. Look, here's another example of why they're right. Oh, look, here's another example. We keep layering onto it. Once the pattern is set, the first time it's, oh, every time after that, it's, oh yeah, here it is again. Oh, they must be right. So you've got a lot of layers that will need to be excavated to get to the place where you can release that false statement. And so that could be a time when you need the angels to be with you consistently until you can do that. That's the work that I do with people and we use the energy of the Christ because it is the most loving and healing energy that we could possibly use. And it just doesn't yeah. put up with any nonsense. What do you it's say just, to people who, who have- We're gonna clear this because you deserve better. Oh yeah. What do you say to people who maybe come from like a religious traumatic background and have an aversion to the word God and Jesus because of traumas they've already experienced with that? My- answer is always give that energy any name you want. There is no ego attached. You can call that energy blue sky. If it makes you capable of interacting with no negative reaction, if the term God or the divine or infinite or source, if any of those cause you to react negatively or almost paralyzed, drop it and go to a neutral word that you decide is okay for you. Right. This energy is the same. It will never change. It is only unconditional love and acceptance. And it doesn't need a name. You, myself, we all give things names because it's easier for us to keep track of it. Yeah. What do you... Help, help me understand because I've had, I've had quite a few clients call me a lot and, and talk about how, um, they've, you know, um, they, they think that they have demons because they are being possessed at night or things are happening to them. And, and when I ask them about like, are you sure this isn't PTSD coming back from childhood trauma? Because oftentimes that happens at night and it can our mind equates it to something else is hurting us versus something that actually did. And, um, you know, that they get 
quite reactionary to that when I ask them about about angels because then they get even scared because they can't tell the the difference between a good energy coming in and something else that they've been familiar with, right? That trauma, that that feeling right. of that fear coming in. And and I can know from my own experience with communing with the angels, it's intense. So how do you hand how how would you talk to people who maybe have those traumas about learning how to trust an intense emotion or an energy coming at them? Well, the first thing you need to do is say, I am open to interacting with angelic energy. I am open to receiving their love and support. And then let's identify the trauma does not feel good. You may have gotten to the place where it feels familiar, but it won't make you be filled with joy. You won't feel that beautiful upwelling of love. You won't feel safe or protected. It may feel familiar and it will usually feel like dread. When an angelic presence is near you, you may feel enveloped by love. You will feel joy. You will feel, ha. Ah. you will feel no fear. You will not be afraid because there is nothing coming at you that has carries any energy of fear. It is only love and it's only supporting you. And we need to remember that all of these angels have been with us, even though we cannot usually see them, they've been with us always. It is just we chose to turn our eyes away in a different direction. But if we were just to let go of all of our fear and say, angels, please make yourself known, then we would just get this feeling of, oh, how lovely. They're here. Oh, this is so beautiful. But never when I ask someone to describe the abuse or the trauma that they've been through, can they ever assign a term like loving, uplifting, <laughs> or um, yeah. safety? And one thing that you can tell everyone to do is before they go to sleep, wrap themselves in a bubble or a blanket of pink and gold light. You create this blanket from your heart and our energetic heart is only filled with unconditional love and acceptance because this is where we connect with the divine. doesn't matter what you call it. This is your connection. Everyone has it and it cannot be um, destroyed because this is what's keeping us alive. So this connection exists for all. You decide how much of a connection you want. You can make it infinitesimal, but you cannot destroy it. So you use this energy to create a blanket of pink and gold light, and that represents unconditional love and acceptance, and wrap your entire being in that light. Wrap your house in that light, and that will help you have a better night's sleep, a more peaceful night's sleep. Oh, that's like an um, an angelic weighted blanket. <laughs> yes, exactly. And these blankets, I love them because, because they're energetic, you can send them out anywhere. So I am constantly knitting these blankets and sending them out whenever I hear somebody is going through a difficult time 
or um, sick or having any kind of struggle, I'm always just sharing these blankets. And I prefer to send them at least three times because people may not accept them the first time. And my policy is, if they don't want the blanket, then please, angels, find someone who does so that it, this will always be of benefit somewhere to someone. So I have I have a question for you. I have realized sometimes when I'm helping people figure out what, what paranormal activity is happening in their home or in their work, do you know that sometimes it's turned out, I'm like, I think your angels are just trying, are trying to get your attention is what I'm hearing. And they will mistake in their angels for, you know, a, a ghost or, oh my God, there's, you know, someone here now, all of, all of a sudden they're, they're out, they're out to get me. They're giving you pennies from and I money. Yes. Unfortunately. You know, they're out to get you don't usually give you money. <laughs> exactly. You know, and unfortunately, as long as we stay connected to the ego, the ego has this everything's out to get me sort of wiring. And we forget to look at all of the bounty that we have around us every day. We get caught up in the what's wrong, what's missing, what's going to happen. When if we just stopped and said, I'm going to take a survey of my life. I'm going to just take the last week. Did anything bad happen in the last week? Just be quiet and see. Has something bad happened in the last week? I have nothing. Right. My life has been, I actually had a lovely, I had a lovely week and it was lots of fun and a lot of joy. And the last time something bad happened to me, gosh. That's a good sign right there. Really? I mean, I'm like, have I had a, I had a flat tire two years ago. Um, it's, if I, if we, not just I, if we really stop and take stock of what our daily life is like, there will be so much more good than there will be bad. I mean, sure, there'll be inconveniences, there will be challenges where, you know, things don't go right and I have to do it again. But we're always learning from those and I don't call them bad anymore. I'm just like, okay, what did I learn from that? Why did that need to happen? What energy am I holding that decided that I needed to experience this so I could move to the next place and not keep re-experiencing this same aggravation. Oh no, I told I mean I totally get it. So do you think you know sometimes I become very very playful with both like my my loved ones in spirit and the angels. Like um I remember one time I was driving from Austin up up north a couple a couple hours towards the Dallas area and I was just like let me see how many times the angels can show me a sequential angel number. <laughs> And yes. it was like, I saw it 11 times and it was pretty wow. much, I'll have to relook at my notes, but it was pretty much almost sequential, like zero, one, 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 two, 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 
through oh, through. Wow. I was like, <gasps> and I remember getting getting to my destination. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> you know, and I think it's it's important to remember. First of all, Jesus said, "Be as little children," but he didn't say act childish. He said, "Be childlike." The angels right. are childlike. They love joking, but not mean spirited. They love everything's funny and don't take it so seriously. And we've got the answer. And yet, you know, we are going to go through periods of doubt or fear or, and that's when you say, Hey, I'm, I'm not going there. Angels help me. Yesterday I was having one of those. Am I making the wrong decision? You know, ridiculous conversations. And they show me in a row, two, 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 two. And then I turn my head for the, it was a number, not even a, the time. It was the number on the website that I happened to be on that I turned my attention to the time. And it was again, two, two, two. I'm like, okay, you know what? Why do I try so hard to make life have a problem? I'm just going to say thank you and enjoy myself. And I think that's the best advice I have for everyone. Don't look for problems. Look for the joy. Look for all of the ways that things are working out and get excited and delighted because that just gives your angels a bigger doorway to walk through. And they love playing with you. They really don't like picking you up out of the mud. That's not fun. They like keeping you excited and delighted and teaching others to be excited and delighted. I believe that. And I think, yes, and we need to remember now in this time, in this Aquarian age that we have shifted from the Piscean age, in this age, we are being asked to come together as an awakened consciousness, which means joy, love, peace. We are invited into the space where the divine already are. And they are not asking just you and I to come. They are asking for everyone to come. So each one of us who has stumbled into an awakening through the grace of God and um, is now on that other side is being tasked with lifting others up. And we do that better through play than anything else. Yes, I fully, fully agree. When you're trying to interact with anything, whether it's your angels or your loved ones in spirit, playful, joyful activity is number number one on that. On there. All right. Ex talking about playful activity, you want to play a game? It's called. Are we gonna book it? Are we gonna book it out of there? <laughs> All right, let's play. Okay, let's play. Let me see if my share screen is going to work right for me. Hold on. Yes, we are going to um, share the screen. Come on, give me the... Oh, there we go. Here we go. Oh, StreamYard makes it super simple. Okay, so... I love this Instagram account. It's called Cheap Old Houses. And I just go on here and I just randomly pick them. What we're going to do is we are going to look through all of these 
And then we are going to choose if we are going to book it or if we're going to book it out of there. How about that? Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's do this. All right. So folks, for those who are listening, for those who are watching on YouTube, we're at 21 Pleasant, St. Hillsboro, New Brunswick, Canada. Save this house, Canada edition, you guys. 289,000 or CADs, I don't know. Okay, that's 219 USD. All right, you can go on to the site to read the long and illustrious outlook of what is in here. Apparently, the roof does need some work and the basement is unfinished. Oh, I have a thing about basements. But it has a lot of storage. Okay, hope the roof doesn't collapse so you can enjoy your storage. All right, what do you think of the outside of this? Are we going in? Yes, definitely. Okay, I like it too. It's it's cute, but the way that they shot this is like beginning of like, you know that couple with like three kids in a horror thriller they come on and you know mom and dad got their arms around each other and the kids are going can we go in mommy our new home let's go and they have no idea what's awaiting them oh the porch okay at least there's no bees we'd have to do some work but i'm going okay okay what do you oh, think it's of that? fabulous it, it it's looking good i, I i'm liking the semi-polished floors on here Oh, yeah. Windows are looking nice. Oh, it's fabulous. Actually feels like it's had a lot of fun in this house. <gasps> Look at those sliding sideboard doors that are original that slide in and in through the walls. I think those are just, if I could custom build a home, I would have those in there. Yeah. For sure. What angel do you think that we would use to help uplift or spruce this house up? What do you think? It, it, it's interesting. I don't know why, but Archangel Gabriel came forward and said there was miscommunication. So um, Archangel Gabriel needs okay. to help you understand or communicate better in this space. Wow. I could imagine. So, I mean, the staircase, it's a little dusty and crusty. We're going to, we're going to need some help there. Yeah. Yeah, we're, I would definitely put a salt lamp or some plants right here in this corner of this staircase because it looks like some energy gets kind of like smacked right into that wall. Yeah, things got stuck. Yeah, things definitely got stuck. What, what was that? Hold on. <gasps> oh, oh, that's my word. pretty. That is one of my my top things that I want is, is one of those tower rooms one day. Oh, that yeah. That it's would interesting. Be Let's go back to the stairs because uh, Look at that. that is like it shouldn't be. It, it doesn't fit with the rest of the house. It is weird. I think that there might be a front edition or a back edition or something is going on with this house because it's quite large. Um, Everything and I think is so open and free. And then there looks like there was a heated argument in that corner. Yes. And uh, like, that's weird. That yeah. Completely changed the feel. Yes. This room, actually, I would love to get in it because it does feel like somebody, somebody 
was either um, died in there or very, very close to death in this room. Oh. That has that energy of final transition to me in there on that. That is an interesting room. Just a fireplace, it looks like. Yeah. Almost like this, like coming into the house. Okay, wallpaper. Wow. <gasps> but Again, so much light. There is so much potential in this room. And I think that, is that a butler's pantry? It might be a butler's pantry. It could right be. There. It could be, but this house definitely had, it, I, I would book it just to find out who else is in there. Who else yes. wants to talk? It would That's be, yes. It, there's definitely something that wants to be said. Some sort yes. of communication. Someone feels um, either unheard or misheard. Oh, yes, on there. So let's see. You want to, you up for doing one more? Sure. Okay, let's see. Let's do this and we will. I'm learning how to do all these new little gadget things on here. And I'm going to randomly pick another one. Here we go. Where was this at? Okay. Let's see. We are folks who are listening. We are at 402 Middle, Ave Middle Avenue, El Ria. El Ria. Ohio, 90,000. It says the exterior is pure magic, which makes me question what we are about to see inside. Currently being used as a single home residence, five bedrooms, three bath, 3,100 square feet. Ideal. I'd go inside, but I'd be wary of this house because something tells me I want a hard hat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be fun to look around, but this is, this does not have any hard energy. Like the other one was really resonant with positive energy. This one hits the gut. Yeah. It, this, this one hits the, I'm going to have to go in and investigate and something about the land is hanging out here. The land. Oh, um, okay. Um, the land definitely needs some loving. Whoops. I think I, I wonder if this is only a one family house. Cause it almost looks like it could be a duplex or something of the such, but it definitely has that, that I need help energy. You know, I dare say lower vibe. Um, but okay, we've got a original tile flooring, it looks like. We've got nice fireplace on the inside. You know, those that wall, that ceiling looks like it was the same as my grandparents' ceiling did like 40 years ago. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, that is a beautiful room. It is a beautiful room. Whoop! Oh, I thought that was just another one. Okay, another view of the same room. Radiating heat. Okay, I this house has truly not been updated, you guys. The only update, I think, is the flower photo on the wall next to the flower wallpaper that we have here. Next to the, looks like a grate on air. This house needs some big 
helping of love. And I would just go in here and I would love to open up all the windows in here on this. What angel do you think we can use to help us spruce up this home? It needs so much love. Let's bring Archangel Shamuel. Okay. That one yeah, was really, that, that one really hurts. It does. You know, that is a good, a good way of putting what is going on in this house. It hurts for love on here. Um, and I mostly, you know, and if, if you guys, if you guys want to go and look at these houses, you can go to their Instagram account, Cheap Old Houses on there, and you can explore all the homes from all over the world yourself on there. Let us see. So that is my book it or book it on there. Second one I definitely could use some love. And that would be one where I would expect that it would feel dark and kind of dank a little bit because probably has a lot of suppressed negativity. And let's understand too, that it doesn't mean that people were bad, but oftentimes I know for myself, when I was in victim mode, I didn't know how to get out of my own way. So I just carried that blanket of negativity, that cold, dark, damp energy with me everywhere I went. And then I would try to do good things for people, which meant I had to work doubly in order to get to the level where I could give and then give from there. But I probably every house I left felt dark and damp because I kind of lived in that space of negative. Yeah. We don't know what we're living in until we're out of it. Yeah. Sometimes. So I had a question for you. Do you have um, an angel number book or in, you know, how to work with angels? What are your books about? Well, I'm giving one away right now. It's 11 ways in which we resist angelic assistance. And this is just, I don't think we recognize how influenced we are against things being easy and working out and uh, flowing. And so it just gives you 11 different examples of ways in which you may have been conditioned without realizing it and therefore blocking angelic assistance. So just to give an example, I grew up in a culture that said um, money doesn't grow on trees and uh, God knows when you get again. So it was a very... Um, we were good at saving. <laughs> we were really good at saving. But the idea was you never have enough money. There will never be enough. And so that belief created such fear in me that I just really existed through the lens of fear. I had to be concerned about everything because there was never going to be enough. So I could not allow the angels to bring me things with ease or to show me the, the direction that would be easiest because it went against this very strong belief that I had been conditioned in since birth, which said, it's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be a struggle because you don't know when the, it will come again. 
and you know money isn't available there's never enough so it was really me having to push against this very strongly held belief and of course the only thing that i that worked was to eliminate the belief completely was to clear out that block yeah. that trauma that mindset and replace it with the truth but it was until i understood that was a way that i was blocking them i would just get a little bit and i would think oh my gosh it's amazing look at that i got paid on time or you know something like that or someone remembered to pay me <laughs> and uh, that even was miraculous for me so i think it is very good for us to stop and say please show me the ways I am in resistance to you. Even if I don't conscious have any conscious awareness of it, I wasn't conscious that I was living in fear or that I was following a fear trail. This is just what I knew to do. But when I became conscious of it, I was like, why in the world with this abundant array of never ending bounty when right. I want to live in a place of scarcity. However, until I was aware of it, it was all I knew. And you're giving this book away. Yes. And I will have her, I will have her website where she is giving this away at you guys. I will have it in all of the show notes, no matter where you are listening or viewing this podcast. Uh, click down below and you can get that um, book in your hands or e-tab or however it comes in your hand, little hands quick. Yep. It's via email. So make sure that you confirm your email so that you'll get it. Otherwise it'll just live in spam forever. <laughs> Uh-oh. We, you know, we choose it to go into the inbox then. Right. Check your inbox, but also check your spam folder just in case, because you do have to confirm that you want it and then it, you'll get it immediately. Yes. Adventures with angels. I love it, you guys. Um, and just know that like, if you have any questions, reach out to, to Dr. Martin. I'm sure she's available and willing to ask you questions and you do sessions as well. Correct. Absolutely. I love questions. We actually have a live every Tuesday about a different way to apply spiritual spiritual principles to everyday lives, oh, our wow. everyday life. <laughs> and so you're welcome to join me. It's Tuesdays at three. And I love questions because you're looking at life from a different perspective than I am. So when I go to the angels and ask them, explain how we can best take advantage of the Lion's Gate portal that we are in that is coming to its zenith on the 8th of August. Explain to me how we can best use that energy. I'm going to receive my answer to that question, but you will have other questions around that that I won't have thought of. And I love having your questions because then we get a much fuller perspective than I would get just on my own. Oh, that, yes, exactly right. You guys don't miss out on Dr. Martin. Connect with her on, on social media. And thank you to all that have been 
subscribing, downloading, liking, and especially reviewing the podcast because it's only because of people like you that I get to continue to do what I absolutely love to do, which is one of the things is talk um, <laughs> on there. But thank you so much for coming on here. Guys, let us know in the comments, thoughts, anything that you, questions maybe, I'll get them to Dr. Martin and we will get those answered for you. Until yes, next time, guys, you know, stay strange, stay cool, stay aware, be you, be awesome. Talk to you later, guys. <laughs>